indecision is a decision. A lot of times we don't realize that by choosing to do nothing, we are actually making a choice. And it is this indecision that has prevented us so much from living the experience that we really can in life and to uh, not choose to do good or not choose to do the right thing. We miss out so much on life. So what can we do to make decisions quickly and effectively, ones that we're not going to regret? Today, we're going to be diving deeper into this subject. But first, my name is Enoch Leffingwell, and here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping young people to identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to the Lord's service. If this is something that interests you, I encourage you to subscribe, follow us, so that you can get more messages just like this. So we're looking at indecision. We're looking at... So often in life, we're faced with options and we get paralyzed by this uh, possibilities of what we could do, what we should do, what we feel like we would do. What if we make the wrong decision? What if we do something and then people judge us or they, we uh, are not able to please the people or we're afraid of what people will think of us or maybe we're going to be like make a, a feel stupid because we did something wrong. There's so many things that go through our mind and these fears of judgment, fear of failure, fear of, of rejection that just paralyzes us from making any decision. And um, I, I heard a story one time where there's this man who's on the fence, this fence of decision, you know, that metaphor. And he didn't know which side that he wanted to go on to. And so he just kind of like right along the fence. And, he, and then the devil comes up to him and he was saying, I own the fence. Yes, the devil owns the fence. So as Elijah said, how long are you going to be halted between two opinions? As long as we are indecisive, we are not choosing the right thing and we're not choosing the wrong thing. We're actually choosing the wrong. So it is so important to recognize indecision is a decision. So it's best to do what you do your best. Trust God with the rest and um, then God can take care of these things. So one of the best things that we need to do is make a decision. James chapter 1, verse 5 through 8, it talks about how a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And when we ask, we need to ask in faith, not wavering. We need to ask, make a decision. We need to do something in faith because a double-minded man, he's unstable. He's tossed with the wind to and fro. And don't think that an unstable, double-minded man will receive anything of the Lord. And you see that uh, Jesus said, you're either with me or you're against me. If you're not gathering with me, you're scattering abroad. So if we're not actively making a choice of whether we're going to whether we're going to go or whether we're going to stay or whether we're going to say yes or we're going to say no, how we prioritize our focus, how we choose to uh, what we're choosing to focus on each of these things. It's one of the most important decisions we can make because it is in the moment and decision that our destinies are shaped. And it's so essential to decide something. It is even better to sometimes make an, uh, a, a poor decision quickly than to constantly be wavering and constantly be hesitant, inclined in one direction one day and inclined in another the next day. And, and just this constant indecision, long delays tire the angels. It is We are in a warfare. This is a, a war that we are fighting. And when you're on the battlefield, 
then even the slightest inclination needs to be discerned because the most signal victories are often gained by seizing upon golden opportunities, if any victory is going to be gained at all. And likewise, the, the most terrible defeats have also been at a moment's turn in battle. So we have to realize that every day, every moment that we are not advancing, we're allowing the enemy to gain grounds in this life. So whatever it is, we have to make the decision and stop fearing what's going to happen because we never know what could have happened if we made a dis other decision. It's better to make a decision and go and pray and ask God for guidance and, and based on the light that you have, go with the weight of evidence and make that decision. Even if it's the slightest inclination that we discern of that weight, you go with the thing that, that makes the most sense at that time because action breeds clarity. And the more that you act, the more light that you'll have. As John chapter 12, verse 35 says, walk yet a little while is a light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. And he that walketh in darkness knows not where he goes. So if you find that you're in a state of confusion, of darkness, of perplexity, and you don't know where to go, you don't know what's going on, John shows what causes darkness is not deciding, is not acting. It doesn't say stand in the light. It doesn't say sit in the light. It says walk. It needs to be an active decision. And every step you take is a choice. And it's easier to make course corrections to a vehicle that's moving than one that's standing still. So whatever it is, I encourage you, friends, you might be facing a decision right now. And you're trying to decide what is going to be the best thing. The, the best decision is the decision that you make based on the weight of evidence after you're praying. And it's a decision because if you're waiting to be reactive or if you procrastinate it or avoid making the decision until it becomes a crisis, that's when things start falling apart. Like our computers, for instance. How many times do we see that little update that says, update, you want to restart now? It's like, uh, no, I want to procrastinate. And then it update, hey, we're ready to restart. Restart now? No. And it's because we procrastinate making that decision to when we're working on something, then it crashes and then it totally shuts down and then it has some, some sometimes software damage. And that's what the crisis is in our life. Crisis comes when there's an important decision that needs to be made that continually gets procrastinated and is and continually avoided until finally it has to be met and there's no way around it. If you're dealing with a crisis or if you want to avoid crisis, if you've experienced them in the past, it is because we procrastinate these decisions that a lot of times, honestly, we knew should have been made before, but you chose to make to be indecisive, and indecision is a choice. And so when we realize this, it, I, I hope that it will open our eyes to realize we need to do something. And, um, and what's powerful is Proverbs says that a just man falls seven times and riseth up again. But the wicked, they fall into mischief. The difference between the just and the wicked is that the wicked, when they make a mistake, they see, oh, I'm a failure, or oh, I messed up. That means I'm a failure, and now they're paralyzed to make any decision in the future. They don't even want to try again. They're so perplexed in indecisiveness because 
to stand up means that they could fall. But the just, they are, they look at it and they're like, wait a second, I fell, then I will arise. I know, Psalms 37, 23, though we fall, though we fall, you will not be utterly cast down. Why? For the Lord upholdeth him with the right hand of his righteousness. So just because we make a mistake doesn't mean we're cast out. Doesn't mean God won't love us. Doesn't mean that God cannot redeem that decision. But what we need to do is take that decision and analyze it, examine what can we learn from this? What can we gain from this? And how can we move forward or do better next time? When you have a system of questions that you're able to ask after every mistake, you can turn any defeat into victory by learning from it. Your losses become lessons, and there that becomes victory, not a failure. It only appears to be failure, but really it's a success and it propels you forward in life. You miss every mistake overcome, every obstacle um, surmounted becomes stepping stones for which anyone who has made life worth the living or success have, uh, have achieved that. It's by learning from the mistakes. So stop being indecisive. Stop waiting for this perfect decision and make the best decision you can right now based on the weight of evidence. And as you move, you will gain more clarity. You will gain more guidance. God will show you further light, but it's light is only promised to those who are advancing, actively walking with the light that they have. But it is not promised to those who are standing still, waiting to see all the path and have all the doubts um, uh, disappeared. And if we're waiting for a perfect knowledge before we take our first steps, that time will never come. And those who wait for perfect, the perfect light will never walk in the light that God is willing and able to give and will not make the decision based on the weight of evidence. So this is my appeal to you, friends, is to stop waiting and make a decision. And if you fall, learn from it, but like the just, get back up. And you'll be able to be further equipped and prepared for the next decision. Honestly, it's in our failures that we often learn the most valuable, the most life-transforming and helpful uh, decisions, helpful events that shape our life and prepare us for the next phase of our experience, phase of our opportunity to live our calling and to serve others. So this is my encouragement to you, is how you can make decisions quickly and efficiently is uh, with these simple processes. And if you want to be able to make better decisions, have greater clarity, and, and really count the cost of what is the evidences that is for or against, and you want to have a system for analyzing your failures so that you can learn these lessons and turn defeat into victory, what we've done is we put together a really special book called Live Your Calling Daily Account Book. And in this book contains a system for being able to daily examine your uh, failures and to see where has have you fallen short or where can you improve what worked better and how can you do it differently next time this helps to clarify what we should be asking god for the wisdom and the guidance for making the decision it helps us to not procrastinate the things that matter most to help you to stay focused in this world of distraction where you can really focus in on narrowing in 
on the decisions that you have to make daily and know what should you prioritize your focus in. If you wanna have absolute clarity in making your decisions during the day and to know that you're walking in the gifts that God has given to you and the calling that he has for your life, I encourage you to grab a copy of the Live Your Calling book. All you have to do is go to thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book. That's again, thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book and you can grab your copy today friends get it while they are still available i'm so excited for you to have a copy of this life transforming book this has been one of the most valuable tools that i and many of our students have had in in this uh in the last year i'm so thankful for the system if it wasn't for this making decisions before was so much more difficult and I know God has a plan for your life. I know God wants to do great things through you. and But it's by using the tools that he's given us, these biblical principles that will help us to make decisions quickly and efficiently. And learning from our, our mistakes to not make them again in the future. Because if we fail to learn them, we'll have to do them again. And um, so if you found this video valuable, if, if this was a blessing to you, I encourage you to share this with someone else. Subscribe for more videos like this. Thank you so much for watching. And remember, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called.